When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. Yeah. I had to this is the final word T20 World Cup Daily with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. It is day one, the opening of a new dawn of the T20 World Cup. That means we're at the qualifying stage of the tournament, eight teams trying to narrow themselves down to four, trying to get into the main part of the group draw. Namibia had a very surprising result against Sri Lanka and uh, Netherlands had a very tight game against the UAE. We're standing here on Cardinia Park, not the one where they played, but Cardinia Park number, number two, two next to them. Number two comes right after first um, in Geelong, in the Victorian town of Geelong, Adam, and a, a place that is very famous in in all of our life stories. Yeah, when we had the chance to work with Visit Melbourne, Visit Victoria, we thought what a great thing this will be for us through the course of the World Cup because we are proud Victorians and we both had history in not only Geelong, specifically mm-hmm. in your case, being an avid fan of Geelong Footy Club, and I came down here, oh, I don't know how many times to watch Hawthorne play, as a kid growing up, but more generally, Western Victoria, Southwestern Victoria, we're going to spend a lot of time around mm-hmm. here. In the next couple of weeks, Geelong's a fabulous place, so I'm, I'm glad this is stop one. This is stop one, and we we tell people just normally that you should come and visit Melbourne and visit Victoria, so it's, it seemed very logical that we should tell people in a professional capacity as well. Um, Geelong is an hour down the highway or down the train line from Melbourne, so you fly into Melbourne, then you're in Geelong. It's the gateway to the Western District. It's like the heart of regional Victoria in so many ways. It's the second biggest city, but it's a very regional city. Yeah, it's going to be a big part of the Commonwealth Games in 2026, which mm-hmm. is being, I think, the, the opening ceremony at the MCG, but beyond that, uh, we're very much out in the regions and Geelong. The the, the stadium development here, right, this is my first time back to Cadenia mm-hmm. Park since they've put up all the grandstands. It's going to be a capacity of 40,000 by the time they're done with Stage 3, so it's a pretty significant um, bit of infrastructure behind us mm-hmm. now, and it's, uh, yeah, it's only fitting that uh, a world tournament would be able to start at a place like this, because, yeah, fantastic part of the world. So, this is the place where we need to start off with our first 30 second summary of the T20 World Cup. Good luck with this, Jeff. This was a, this is quite the game of cricket. Mm, yeah, it was. It, let's let's just say for a while it looked like the Namibia script would go the way that it's supposed to go. They had 72 after about 12 overs, kind of on track for a middling sort of score, and then suddenly what 70 off the last 34 balls, and they set 163, which you'd think Sri Lanka would chase, and then whack uh, a wicket off the top. Then another, then another, two and two balls. Uh, ben Shikongo setting the place alight. And it still looked like Sri Lanka might get there, 
and then the wickets kept tumbling. It was uh, the, their left-arm spinner who came on, got a couple caught in the deep, and they ended up losing by 55 runs. Yeah, let's colour in some of the blanks there, because you're right, 55-run margin, it, it, it's a thrashing. And when you consider Sri Lanka, who won the toss and bowl mm -hmm. at one stage, had Namibia 93 for six in the 15th over, it was a brilliant uh, final thrust uh, from the Namibians with the bat, um, with John Fralink making 44 run-out from the last ball from 28 balls. And JJ Schmidt, a player we've talked about a little bit in the past, yep. 31 not out, um, with a couple of sixes. So they, yeah, they took it. Um, they took it big at the end. They made 57 runs from the last four overs. They mm -hmm. went after all the Sri Lankan death bowlers, and that gave them a platform when they didn't. It didn't look like they were going to get one. Yep. I was sort of thinking maybe 130, 140 would be a good result in the circumstances, but mm -hmm. in the end they had more than enough because, well, Sri Lanka just kept swinging, mm -hmm. and Namibia. With a bit of big game experience from last year, remember that Namibia made it through to the final mm -hmm. stages of this tournament. Well, not the final stages, the Super 12s, which is the, yep. the next stage, the main draw, if you like. And mm -hmm. they got to play big games of cricket against Pakistan, against India, against New Zealand. You know, serious top-tier nations who um, they've had that opportunity to test themselves against 11 months ago. Mm -hmm. And I think it shows in a, in a day like today against Sri Lanka, by the way, mm -hmm. who were Asia Cup winners, what? four, five weeks ago, they well, knocked exactly. off Pakistan and, in the and final. And who smashed up Australia a couple of months before yep, that, yep. in across all formats really, I mean they, they played really well T20s, 50 over and, and test matches when Australia were visiting over there. Yeah, I think that's right, so there's a there's a broader, bigger picture piece around the format of this competition, may as well get into it now we've mm -hmm. arrived on it, about whether this bit at the start constitutes the World T20 or the T20 World Cup. We've always been a bit sniffy about that, suggesting that if you want to play a World Cup, just let all the teams play each other. Yeah. I reckon Namibia is a case in point with that because I don't suspect, look, put it this way, in his corresponding fixture 11 months ago, Sri Lanka thrashed Namibia. Yep. But now they've got a bit more about them uh, and they're still in their window, I suppose, that generation who've been coming through, who've won or have been involved at the top of the ICC Associate mm -hmm. uh, Nations competitions for like five or six years now. It's not an overnight mm -hmm. sensation or, or anything like it. And yeah, they, they were superb with the ball. Well, I think what really struck me was how organised and professional they were almost all the way through. So they lose a couple of wickets early when they're batting and then they don't panic. And then Gerhard Erasmus, the captain, steadies it. And then, yeah. as you say, uh, Smits and, and Freling come in at the end and score more quickly. But then with the ball as well. So they rely so much on, on David Visa or have in the past. He gets the first wicket, top edge, yep. hook shot. But then it's it's uh, Congo coming in and just bowling the house down. What like, a way to start. Double wicket maiden yeah. to, to get his uh, competition off off the mark. I mean, yeah. he, he played in that comp last year, but he was a member of the squad. So again, mm. it's about, he, I think he played one game against Pakistan. Yep. The rest he was sort of warming the bench, wearing the, the fluorescent um, yeah. bib. And, 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 and just sort of being part of a World Cup before. Like, I know that this is his coming out party today, so sure. to speak, but he's kind of been around this environment once before. And he's a proper Namibia product. He's, yeah, he's yeah. been playing, he was playing under-19s for them as far back as 2000. As, uh, yeah, 2016, when he was first wearing Namibia colours. So he's he's a, a homegrown player in that way. The first week it gets drilled down to mid-off and gets caught, you know, slightly fortunate sometimes when a, a player skies a shot. The next one's just a proper nick behind. And then yeah. there was another one a couple of overs later where he draws the edge and it goes just by the keeper. So there, And that's the point where Sri Lanka are three down. And there's always a stage when a, a less fancied team is in a good position against a, a more established team. And then 
the opportunity slips away. And that was the point where I thought, well, this is obviously this is where it's going to happen. You know, there were a couple of runouts they might have had that were fumbled. There was a slightly tricky one where um, Roger Paxa ran into Freling, who was trying to pick up the ball yeah. and run him out, and, and thus the bowler wasn't able to run him out. And that could have been a, an obstructing the field sort of appeal as well, but um, that wasn't appealed for. And so I thought those, those chances have been there. They haven't been taken. And then it was after that that they flipped the switch and it was Freilink as well with the ball this time who got the first wicket to get things going and then Schultz, the spinner, who, who bowls exactly that kind of left arm filth that gets people out. Like he, he comes between the umpire and the stumps, he bangs it into the pitch almost and he was getting unusual bounce uh, for a mm. spinner which meant that a couple of big shots get skied into the deep and it's Rajapaksa and it's Hasaranga, the two biggest hitters in the Sri Lankan team who both hole out on the boundary and from that point Sri Lanka are pretty much playing for net run rate. Yeah I think Rajapaksa I read in the build up to the tournament he's the only player in the Sri Lankan team that's got a strike rate in excess of 130 over the last mm. two years so he and Hasaranga can do it and Schultz gets them both and the first one I know it looks filthy in isolation watching the replay but he saw Rajapaksa coming on the mm. commentary on television it says oh lovely piece of footwork because it was but the, the timing wasn't there because mm. Schultz you know, nailed it down a little bit quicker yeah. as for the Hasaranga top edge I mean we've seen him in domestic cricket in the last couple of years the fact that he was so highly sought after in the IPL auction this year mm. it isn't just because he's a, a very aggressive wrist spinner who attacks the stumps it's mm -hmm. because he has the ability to come in at six or seven uh, Dustin Shunica, the captain's another, and they did keep swinging all the way down to the end. They That's tried right. to, I think they probably realised about two wickets too late that net run rate could be a big factor in this group. Yep. Um, now that Sri Lanka have lost, and in all probability, they will bounce back. They are the full member nation. Sure. They are the side that's won the Asia Cup. And it's conceivable that Sri Lanka won't have their destiny in their own hands if, if results don't go their way. Mm. Because when you get bowled out, net run rate doesn't help you out. Well, exactly. And, and they can still get through because two teams get through. But sure. maybe that means they're scraping through second. Uh, maybe that puts them in a really tough group. Should they qualify? Well, I mean, the Asia group, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you caught up with this, but it'll be India, Pakistan, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka. If, if they make it through second. If they second. get second. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a, a very unusual set of circumstances. And uh -huh. if Windies go first in the other group, it could be five pretty sort of senior nations in mm -hmm. one group. And with the other group, Australia, England, New Zealand, with perhaps... Holland or mm -hmm. Ireland mm -hmm. sneaking through in the Zimbabwe. other sport. Or Zimbabwe, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, so uh, we should come to the UAE and Netherlands game, which ended up being a very close one. Can you tell us about it in the space of 30 seconds? Oh, gosh, uh, I feel like I'm ill-equipped to do so. It was mm. a tight game, though. The UAE batted first. Uh, they elected to bat. They made 111 for eight by the time they were done, but they only made 20 runs in the final six overs. Mm. So they, only, um, they lost five wickets along the way at the end. So um, despite laying a foundation, Mohamed Wazim making 41 from 47. It looks like like they were going to battle and indeed they were battling Holland got off to a good start mm -hmm. in reply they weren't galloping but they were going steadily they only lost one wicket in the power play it felt like they were going to cruise towards an easy victory and then the intervention of Junaid Sadiq who takes two wickets in one over should have been three if not mm. for the missed opportunity uh, from his captain uh, Rizwan at cover it should have been three wickets in an over the sting went out of it a little bit and the Netherlands sneak over the line with a ball to spare to win by three wickets yeah they were just sort of ticking away those last 20 runs or so one here one there one here, one there, um, at the runner ball, which was what they needed. But that moment, I mean, that Janad Sadiq over, suddenly the whole thing came alive. Yeah. And, I mean, I haven't seen a celebration that good since Imran Tahir. The second one, <laughs> the, both, both deliveries were terrific. So he gets Ben Cooper, LBW, and then just goes right through Rolla van der Merwe, like 
hooping in swinger. I mean, didn't it didn't hoop, but it just swung that bit, that little subtle bit that was enough. Bang, base of middle and leg stumps, and off he went. Janad Sadiq, both arms spread wide, doing the seven four seven down the runway thing, and ended up down around deep mid wicket or deep cover by the time he come to rest. Yeah, and they're the players they really need, the Netherlands. I mean, in the case of Tom Cooper, I mean, he's mm. not played for years. Spasmodically since 2016, mm-hmm. of course, he played in the World Cup in 16, but hasn't been available an awful lot with his domestic commitments with South Australia. And then uh, Roland Vandermeerva, who's the next man that he knocks over. I mean, mm. this is a guy who has been such a clutch player for Somerset and has that experience being an international with South Africa yep. before he qualified with the Netherlands and even Colin Ackerman who was the fourth wicket to fall so the mm. previous over in that sequence he's been a mainstay at Leicester for a number of years and, yep. and and we've seen him be an outstanding cricketer for the Netherlands so that was the, the point where you're like well if those big three go in quick succession mm. um, how are they going to sneak through uh, and in comes young Pringle uh, son of Chris isn't it yeah um, who, who was dropped from his second delivery well and- I, I also really liked that he was working it entirely in singles which I think could be called a Tim Pringle from now on yes. just working off the pads for a Tim Pringle. Let's yeah. do it in singles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had some support, I mean, towards the, the very end as I I consult my notes. It's been that kind of day with, with lots going on. So he had, um, and now I lose my spot. Oh, that's right, Scott Edwards, who, who's mm. won the Ryder Medal before for Richmond in club cricket in Melbourne. And Logan uh, Van Beek, I always think mm-hmm. of um, James Van Der Beek from Dawson's Creek when oh, his yeah. name comes up. Yeah. Uh, Van Beek has played for New Zealand as recently as this year. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that and I don't criticise them for this, but the Netherlands have been savvy about the way they've mm-hmm. pulled together their squad uh, for this tournament. But Edwards, who's the captain, yep. you'd expect that leadership from him at the peak of his career and, and yeah, nudged them to the line and some really good running at the end as well. Yep. There was a chance for uh, for Rizwan, the captain, to execute a run out in the last over to redeem himself for the drop catch, but mm. missed by millimetres and uh, that was enough. It was a tough one. It was an underarm across the body trying to hit one stump on the dive sort of thing. And then a couple of balls later, there was a direct hit from deep mid-wicket as well. But That's right, yeah. They were just home again. So, yeah, the UAE, I mean, they didn't deserve to defend 111 at the start of the innings, but in the middle, there was that point where they could have. And you just wonder if he'd, if he'd hung on to that catch, it would have been three wickets in the over for Junaid Sadiq, who, yeah. who bowled beautifully. Um, but uh, he'll have to look for his next opportunity. I, I love the fact that the Rattler's going off behind us here. That's yeah. probably going all the way down to Warrnambool right now if you're on the train uh, mm. coming from Melbourne through Geelong. You go through Birigara, where my parents are, where I got about two hours sleep yep. after getting off the flight last night. The lights have gone off here at Cadinia Park. Warn, Warn Ponds, I reckon Ponds, that train's going to. Warn Ponds to Winchelsea, that, mm-hmm. that road upgrade, mm. the dual carriageway. <laughs> I remember that from my, from my days in politics. It was a big political issue yeah. way back when. Yeah. Um, we'll, other... we'll, we'll be shooting in daylight some of the time, actually, we during, are. for the next few days. Well, we're, the not, we're not tonight. Is, well, when, 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 the, when the competition's in Hobart, Jeff and I will go somewhere else in southwestern Victoria, indeed a couple of places, and, mm-hmm. and give you a, a taste of why this is such a, a yeah. lovely part of Victoria and a part of the world more generally. Um, some other observations on the day. Um, ben Jones made this point from Crickviz. Sri Lanka bowled too full because they tried to play the ground. Mm. It is long straight here, so long that they've, they've carved off, but it's very, as we know at Cadinia Park, Narrow, narrow wings. wings. Narrow wings. It's brought unstuck many a visiting, visiting team here over the journey. I don't know how to deal with the, <laughs> you know, the thin side of the ground. So because of the, fi- the yep. thin sides on both sides, as it's set up with the pitch running kind of yeah. not the way you'd expect it necessarily to run with that in mind. But anyway, let's not mm. reflect on that. It is running east-west. So, sorry, north-south, as it mm. should be. But still, you, when you look at it, you're like, well, maybe the pitch could have done to it what they did at... Uh, Eden Park all those years ago in Auckland and spin it around and have the deeper pockets. Mm -hmm. But what it does have is a very long straight boundary. So Sri Lanka tried to bowl fuller and in that, you know, match defining partnership 
in the final five overs mm. for the Namibia. They were able to um, play brilliantly down the ground. They only hit two sixes. They did mostly along the carpet, mm. so they were able to, to play the game pretty well. And one more other point, it's cold. Yeah. Um, you, I can't believe you're still in the shirt sleeves. Um, yeah. If you're playing cricket in mid-October in, in, in here in Victoria and in Tasmania where the oh, groups it's gonna be even will move tomorrow. It's going to be even tougher in, in Tassie, surely. It's going to be a different competition to last year in the UAE. Yeah. And I don't think we've really thought too much about that. The fact yep. that it's in Australia... You know, we're thinking, well, Australia, UAE, hot countries. It's not hot this time of year. It, there might be hot days. There mm. might be hot cities. You know, when they go to Perth, it could be very different to how it is in Geelong and, and Hobart. But mm -hmm. I reckon that'll be part of our conversations as we work through this first one. Mm -hmm. uh, Hall of Fame, the most final word moments of the day. I mean, the Junaid Sadiq over, I think, deserves a yeah. Hall of Fame nomination <laughs> just for itself. And, you know, and the drop catch. There wasn't a missed hat trick there because it was wicket, dot ball, wicket, uh, sorry, wicket. Other ball, can't remember what happened in between. I think they were dots. Wicket dot, wicket yeah, was, dot, and dot, then drop. Yeah. Um, so it could have been three and five had he had he been able to to pull things together. Yeah, I've got I've got a couple of bits and pieces. Uh, Jan Nicole Lofty Eaton took an absolutely brilliant catch to get mm -hmm. rid of Hasaranga. We we talked about the wicket ball from Schultz, but. It was blowing a gale, and he mm -hmm. was underneath it, and he wasn't underneath it, had to adjust and dive forward to stick mm -hmm. the landing at, like, at a clutch time. I reckon if mm -hmm. they put down that chance, and Hasaranga is still there with Chanaka, yep. then maybe they find a way to get back into the game. If they were chasing, say, 50 or 5 at the death with those two in, it feels a lot different to the pretty agricultural mm. way that Sri Lanka then went about it with, I mean, they had, what, five guys yep. caught off top edges? And, and a run out, wow. too. An entire burger chain. Yes, caught exactly. Off top edges. And, yeah, their run of fielding was so good through that sequence. They caught everything. Yeah. They, they produced a run out. They were, they Two were good catches and a run out in a row. That, that's what it was that really made sure they were going to win the game. I just want to nominate the, the kid in a Sri Lanka shirt. That was when a six was hit during the Sri Lanka innings and he was jumping up and down. Sri Lanka shirt and a Melbourne Stars hat. And I was like, <laughs> that's that's a new generation of cricket fan. That's a that's a, a modern phenomenon. You know, As as passionate about Marcus Stoinis in, in green as he is about one into Hasaranga in blue. And what about young Ayan Khan on the afternoon or the evening he's had for the UAE mm. so um, he he got Ackerman out 16 year old his mm -hmm. first wicket on this you know very big stage just but before the Sadiq over where that's right know, that got them back into it but he went viral an hour earlier when he got out for five and he tripped over when walking back off the pitch over the over the Toblerone and went yeah. over T so um, he's gone viral for the wrong reasons then backed it up and mm. again a good really impressive wicket celebration from the kid as well so one to watch Ayan Khan people are very simple aren't they Fart jokes, hilarious. Someone falling over, hilarious. Someone falls in a hole, hilarious. Uh, as long as it happens to someone else. Um, I think that's it for I us so. today on the final word. T20 World Cup Daily Day 1, uh, which is presented to you in association with Visit Melbourne. You can plan your Melbourne moment at visitmelbourne.com. Don't forget to plan your... It says here, don't, forget don't forget to visit, visit melbourne.com. Yeah. Visit Victoria, the website, it's all there at your fingertips and mm -hmm. start planning your journey to this... Or just drop us a, a thing in the comments and ask us where to go. We'll tell you. We'll sort you out. This has been the first Final Word Daily, fresh off the plane, straight out to Gardenia Park, down the freeway. Here we are. We'll do this every day of the tournament. Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon for Visit Victoria. Ta-da. See ya. I had to go about it.